0: Welcome to Herbal Explorations, a podcast hosted by Wilson Lau of New Herbs. Each week,
1: we speak to leading experts about what's happening in the herbal industry. Welcome. Thanks for joining me for another episode of Herbal Explorations. A journey through the supply chain. I would like to welcome my dear friend, Blake Ebersole, the founder of Natural Pro Scientific, to discuss the importance of selecting the right herbal consultant. He is one of the most knowledgeable people that I know specializing in product development and formulation. (laughs) Uh, They also can help you with FDA compliance work, quality control, and supply chain issues. Blake, did I miss anything? No, I think
0: you covered a lot of it. Yep,
1: That's great. Well, thank you for joining me on the show. Um, Let's dive right into it. Uh, I was doom scrolling one night on LinkedIn uh, and came across your LinkedIn article, why I offer free advice to early startups, and just made me stop and to think about the early stage prospects that I talked to as well. (laughs) Uh, I think... Your advice slash screening process is brilliant. Not only do you give them food for thought, but you can quickly ascertain if they're a viable client. Mm -hmm. A great piece of advice in your article for consultants or people that want to be consultants is offering free advice during your intake process. (laughs) I think uh, if you ask the right questions, you're not only helping them, but you're also vetting the potential of this prospective client as well. How has this process helped you reduce headaches and cut through the noise to find the right clients?
0: Yeah, you know, it's, it, I, you know, we've been fortunate to be able to talk with so many people that are, you know, really interested in selling their own supplements and, um, you know, really want to create their own product and, and, you know, you can feel their excitement and, you know, they've, they've talked to manufacturers and they've done uh, a decent amount of research and, um you know but but what they're often not hearing is is you know some of the realities of of what you face when you're developing you know natural products and um <clears throat> when you have uh you know when you've seen a lot of successes as a lot of, as well as a lot of failures you know you're you're bound to um you know, uh, have experienced some of the pain that, that, uh, that you see other people about to do. And so it's almost like if you, you know, if you consider a toddler about to walk into the street or, you know, kid running with scissors, you're like, whoa, you know, uh, let's, let's take a step back. And, um, and, and so, you know, a lot of consultants, you know, might want to, you know, develop it as a lead and, and try to, try to close the sale. But <clears throat> at the same time, it's, you know, if there's something, you know, an obvious flaw or, or issue with what somebody's talking about, well, you know, uh, I can I can tell that to you right now. Um, and and so, you know, I think it as a consultant, it's helped simplify my life a lot because, you know, I'm still offering something of value to uh, to people that need it the most, and 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 not taking up so much of my time. Um, you know, uh, going back and forth and trying to educate and coach. And so, you know, there's, there's, uh, you know, a few kind of lines of questioning that, that, you know, that we go through to really, you know, nail down and make sure, okay, have you really thought about this fully? Um, You know, and, and, you know, I've heard some crazy ideas too, where it's like, you want to put what in a what to to do what? And, (laughs) and, uh, you know, (laughs) I
1: I love that, right? You know, one of the things is that, based on your experience, how many prospects don't really understand what dietary supplement is and propose a product that is like, you're like, what do you want (laughs) to do? Can you give a sample of a product that people think is a supplement but isn't? And you're like, "Um, this cannabis, you know, I guess now it's depending on the format and whatnot, it can be marketed as a supplement, but what are some sort of far out ideas that people come up to you frequently with uh, that you see and you're like, that's not a supplement. That's a alcoholic beverage or something.
0: <laughs> that's right. And, and, you know, not everything can be a supplement. And First of all, you have to swallow it into your stomach first. And, and so you see a lot of in- inhalables or transdermals or, you know, other you're putting it in on other parts of your body um, mm-hmm. where, you know, it's clearly not a supplement. It might be a medical device or a drug or, or a combination products. Sometimes you know, there's there's such a thing as combination products, and so th- these become tricky regulatory categories. And and um, you know, um, it's it's not exactly clear to you know the layperson. Well, how would I classify a product? You know, there's no uh, flow diagram on FDA's website that that is easy to for, you know for the average person to understand, and so. You know, you almost need to have somebody help you or at least show you, you know, uh, uh, the path there. Um, you know, but another is is thinking that an ingredient uh, is safe or, or legal for that use. And so you see people want to put supplement ingredients in the foods, uh, but the ingredient isn't generally recognized as safe as, as required for a food. And so, um, you know, you see a lot of, of different, you know um, uh, uh, mm-hmm. ingredients. Well, look, this ingredient is used forever in, in, in India. Uh, well, but, but it's, it's, it doesn't mean it's legal in the U S you know, yeah. and then the other thing is, well, as you know, you have people say, Oh, well, so-and-so is selling it. So-and-so is doing it. Why can't I? And, and, you know, then it's like, well, yeah. if, if, if somebody else jumped off a bridge, would you, would you do that too?
1: <laughs> well, you're talking my language, right? Uh, having a, a two and four year old, uh, jumping off the bridge is not advisable uh, and it's great advice. And, you know, a perfect example is Kratom, right? It's, it's not a dietary supplement, um, and but if people sell it. It masquerades as a dietary supplement. So I think a lot of this has um, reality-based advice. And I also think, you know, just because it's a, combina- a combination product, it may be now your client does no longer – the resources they need monetarily isn't a 10, 20, $40,000 resource because if now there's a combination product that crosses over the drug or medical device area, that budget has to be have an extra zero or even more. Right. Um, so I think it's of It's also, as you're talking to them, you're really ascertaining, you know, do they have what it takes to be a client and, 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 a busy person like you and your services so demand it's really about hey how do i use my time in a manner that fulfills me and also I provide value and work on these projects that are viable right <laughs> nothing's worse than you start you know you spend four five six hours sure you get a billet but you know you just spun the wheels and it's it feels to me that that kind of stuff is draining. So I think um, it is important for consultants to vet who they want to work with as well, especially once they have a full book of business.
0: That's totally right. And, and, you know, every, every conversation you have is kind of fact finding where you're trying to figure out, you know, is it a good fit for me? And, you know, some people enjoy that coaching and teaching aspect of, you know, walking somebody through the process um, and repeating yourself sometimes. And and you can make a lot of money off of that sometimes. Um, for me, I go towards, you know, what builds my energy the most. And, and usually that's on interesting and, and novel things or, you know, solving difficult problems. Um, so, I, you know, I'd rather not repeat myself a lot. But, but you know, if I can help someone in 15 minutes, then, you know, I'm happy to do that.
1: Yeah. And I think recently I'm taking this, working on this course with uh, Robert Craven uh, about the zone of genius and what's above your line and what energizes you, right? And I think that's really important to understand. Hey, wh- what, where do I really want to play? Where do I really want to use my time uh, that I have? And how do I add value and create happiness for yourself? So I'd love that. And I think it's so important to find the right consultants, especially one that not only offers his or her, his or her technical expertise, but also ask, ask as an advisor to uh, your business to help avoid any potential pitfalls and challenges or assumptions um, and challenges or assumptions based on their experience. Where do you land on this? Like, you know, you know, obviously, if you find the right consultant, they should have the right technical expertise, but not all consultants are advisors or offer advice. I guess. <laughs>
0: yeah and and you know you're you're correct and just like we don't have a lot of standards in um dietary supplements like you would in other regulated industries you know certified you know medical practitioner or certified um um uh, quality advisor even even in the quality field but we don't have a certified formulator we don't have a there's no so people who are product developers or formulators come from different backgrounds Um, And some have limited knowledge in in certain areas and and others, you know, more broad based. Um, But, you know, surely product development is an interdisciplinary activity where you have to be good at, you know, a lot of different things, you know, kind of like a five tool player to to really make sure you're covering all the bases. Um, And then, you know, the other point is, um, you know, the whole value chain around developing supplements is centered around, you know, okay, here the manufacturer wants to uh uh, formulate your product for you or the marketer wants to sell your product for you, but maybe they're not always uh in it just for you, they're in it for themselves as well. And so it's it's really important to to make sure you, you know, second guess every decision you make in the in the process of developing the the product. You know, get other people involved um uh to 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 weigh in who are independent of the process. Um and then you know don't be happy with your first Version You kind of, you know, revise it and really poke at it and prod at it until it becomes something that's great, Um, you know, because um, there's thousands and thousands of me Too knockoff products out there. And, and, um, you know, even the knockoff products, okay they have one ingredient different than than something else. Is that a meaningful differentiation Um, when the market is so competitive and there's so many products out there? The differentiation aspect is so important. Um, and so, so really making sure that your product is, you know, really differentiated. Uh, or you really understand your competition and and study that. So somebody has to spend time on this stuff, and and not just you know come up with a formula off the top of your head because you only have an hour to do it. Uh, somebody really has to know and master this stuff. And whether it's you know the brand owner or or you know consultant of the brand owner, uh, it's really important to have that element there.
1: Yeah, I think as we move more into functional foods and where taste and aroma is important, uh, we're seeing all sorts of things. I was just talking to a buddy of mine who uh, is a CEO and founder of a digital aroma company, uh, basically ability to map uh, aroma. And uh, we're talking about the possibilities uh, that that could bring to... Uh, our segment of the industry and I think like you said like hey I'm not a science person but part of it is really understanding who who is the right person to do that job right you wouldn't want me to tell you how to formulate something Uh, you want to find a formulator that understands that Um, just because I understand herbs and the herbal industry Um, doesn't make make me qualified to be a product formulation specialist. (laughs) So I think that's key, right, is finding the right consultant. Let's switch gears quickly. Um, One piece of advice in an article that was great um, is that you share the realities of what they want to do, whether it's what's really required for production, what are realistic timelines, what are cost structures based on the product or what you want to do and how has COVID really impacted this and, you know, changed even how you understand this area of like what the realities are, right. Especially, you know, it's such a moving ball now with, uh, COVID.
0: Yeah, that's, that's a great question too. And, and, you know, how we used to do things in the past, maybe didn't value whether an ingredient was available, (laughs) you know, immediately. Um, for example, so, you know, accounting for ingredient lead times, um, it is you know, pretty much one of the first things we're looking at um, in addition to safety and, and regulatory. Um, but, you know, I think that there's um, um, when when you when, when somebody says, "Oh, I want this in two to three months, you got to set the tone right then. Well, OK, whatever you're thinking, it might be two to three times that uh, unless all of the stars align and everything happens to be there. You know as you know if, if you're missing one ingredient in the formula you can't make it you know so so then okay then you're gonna change the formula and, and take out the ingredient you don't have so um so yeah and then aligning all that with the quality testing and the, uh, you know uh, making sure the product is feasible and the flavoring aspect well shoot you, you just flavored the product perfectly but now you can't get one of the ingredients what do you do um, wait another three months um, you know so so there's A lot of encouragement towards going towards ingredients that aren't unique or proprietary, at least have a backup, a suitable backup supplier. And so I'm always encouraging people when they're doing product development will get, you know, qualify two or three or or more uh, suitable sources for your ingredient so that you have a plan B when uh, if something doesn't work out. And whether that's, you know, the, the ingredient didn't pass spec or it, you couldn't get it or you got it in and it was the wrong thing. I mean, you know all the things that can happen in the process. So,
1: yeah, and I think a lot of it is well, what we're seeing is longer lead times, as you alluded to, um, higher MOQs because, you know, everyone just needs a little bit more wiggle room and uh, the resources are limited. And I'll give you an example that, people just don't really think about right it's like hey i want to do a functional beverage in an aluminum can well good luck right (laughs) maybe your lead time is uh to market is two years now because there's a shortage of aluminum cans and if you even can find the cans there's no time on the line right and you know your small moq your small order is not going to entice them so i think that's these are the different realities that we have in the world that we didn't have to think about. It used to be like aluminum cans, like line 10,000, 5,000 bottles. Great, you know, someone will take the work, but right now everyone's you know, stretched to capacity. So I think it's a, it's an interesting situation in a supply chain. Uh, so I think that's that's something that I talk to people about every day. Or it's like, you know, is if you grow quickly, are you gonna be able to uh, replenish your inventory in a timely fashion? Um, it, it, it's, it's it's a challenge, right? Because forecasting is a uh, imperfect science to begin with.
0: Yeah, yeah. and especially yeah. when you're a yeah. yeah. brand, brand owner, yeah. you don't have visibility into whether the manufacturer actually can get the cans or whether they can. And they're telling you the whole time, "Yeah, yeah, no problem." But then it turns out, well, they promise you know six weeks, and it turns into ten, and and you know, so so there's a lot of things maybe you can do up front early on when you're d- designing the product that would eliminate the, the anticipated shortages uh, in the future. But it's, I know, it's been so difficult for everyone, um, you know, uh, in addition to the growth of the industry and increased demand. Uh, and then you see the, the best ingredients while well, they're sold out, or we have to wait for harvest time while well, you see the, you, then you see the flood of all these really cheap ingredients that people are using, cause that's all they can get. Mm-hmm. And so ingredient quality can definitely, you know, I think in, for many ingredients has uh, decreased, um, um, you know, over the past year or two.
1: Yeah. All right. On, a, on the last note, I want to ask you this question, right up your uh, expertise, uh, your expertise alley. What are your top three tips for natural product development? Like um, what would you leave our audience with?
0: Um, <clears throat> I would say work as hard as you can to critique every detail and every part uh, and specifically focusing on product benefit whether you can communicate that benefit simply and clearly uh, on, the, on the label, ideally. Um, and you know what many people underestimate is the cost and expense of marketing. And so if you're doing uh, direct to consumer you know, through your website, or you're, you're paying out the wazoo for you know, Facebook ads or Instagram ads or influencers, and, and so um, you really underestimate the, the upfront capital that you need to start a business and start a brand Um, you know, it's not the case anywhere where you build a website and people will visit it if, you know, as they come across it, you have to really, um, you know, do a lot of work on that side. Um, and then, you know, being persistent is, you know, the key. And so, you know, don't, you know, don't expect answers, you know, the first time that you reach out to someone, you got to follow up. Um, if you want the answers that you want, um, you know, question everything you get, You know, uh, and if you don't know how to question a formula or or a spec sheet uh, from a manufacturer, question the dosage used and is there, you know, science supporting the claims? What is the science? Can we have full text of the studies? So a lot of brand owners aren't aware of, you know, they have due diligence here as well uh, to meet FDA requirements to make sure that their claims are truthful and not misleading. And so uh, really putting on your regulatory hat and don't just assign your regulatory function to your manufacturer. No, that's, that's also on the brand owner as well.
1: Yeah. And I love your top three tips. They're great. Uh, one last thing I want to add to it is that if you're a direct-to-consumer customer, uh, company and that's your play, I really would recommend that you find a consultant like Blake that understands the intricacies of D2C. Because not only is your product Formulation is very important, but your delivery format that fits within the confines that of d to c Because if you're off a quarter inch, your shipping costs and fulfillment costs can be, you know, 20, 30, 40% more than if it was shorter by a quarter inch <laughs> or, or a centimeter even. Like, it's not even that much. So, I think it's really understanding how you can get what you want, the product you want delivered in that exacting dimensions of your shipment. Um, so Blake, thank you so much for joining us. Really appreciate it. And I uh, look forward to catching up with you hopefully at Expo. And uh, we're looking forward to having you on a guest in the future as well.
0: Yeah, it was great. I had a lot of fun, Wilson. And yeah, I look forward to seeing you in, in, in Anaheim. Event. Thanks for listening. To learn more about the business of herbs and botanicals, visit newherbs.com keep listening to great episodes, be sure to subscribe to this podcast in iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, or Spotify, and make sure to give us a rating too.